Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Hit Start to Play podcast. It's your boy, the big man, Jack, and I have got my co-host with me as usual. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you happen to be. I hope you're all keeping safe. For those of us in the UK, we've got about a week left before the old pubs are back open. Let's go. Hello, old friend. I will not to see you again. I don't even get me started. <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be sheer chaos. To be honest, right? I know this is a gaming podcast and everything. I just want to comment that the people that put on Facebook and stuff saying that, oh, I can't wait. Like as if their life depends on being at the pub. You need to get a freaking life, bro. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so uh yeah, that threw me off a bit. I don't even know where I'm at. Uh, news. News. There's, there's a bit of news. Always. And, um, unfortunately, there's Microsoft news again. Nah, nah, actually... nah, 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 <laughs> It's actually decent this time. I can't believe it. I almost cried myself to sleep when I saw that it was positive Microsoft news instead of the usual. But no, we'll get comment. to those in a little bit. Start with some games. A game we mentioned a while back, Lord of the Rings Gollum. There's been a gameplay trailer out for the game. It's, it's like a stealth. We, we know more about it. It's, it's a stealth game. Assassin's you, Creed meets Lord of the Rings. You obviously play as Smeagol, <laughs> the Gollum, and basically it follows Gollum from his days as a slave in, in the Dark Tower to his experiences with the elves of Mirkwood. And decisions you make along the way will impact the fragile balance between uh, the split personality. So if you don't know, Gollum has a split personality between Gollum and Smeagol. One side of him is good, one side is bad. And I'm guessing you can kind of pick what side you want to be. It looks really nice. The gra- Graphically, the game looks very nice. Do we have a release date yet or...? It just says confirmed for 2021, but it got pushed back. So now it's just sometime in 2022. Which means back end of 2022. When a new company ever says, oh, sometime, it's like, we're not going to give you a time. We're just going to say, yeah, 2022. So then if we push it back even further, you're not going to moan didn't say when. Oh, man. Yeah. Covering the releasing For PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Switch. And it is made by uh, Daedalic Entertainment, the German studio that most commonly known for like point and click adventure games back in the day. Mm. But uh, the game apparently is drawn from the books, not the movies. And there's also been some suggestion that there may be more to come after this. So who knows? We'll see how the game does, I suppose, before they get too excited. Yeah. What's really nice though is it has ray tracing in it. I don't know if you know what that is. Do you know what? For some reason, I thought you just said Raid Shadow Legends. Then I was like, Raid Shadow Legends. Hold up. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I have absolutely zero Best idea game. what that is. Basically, ray tracing is like a next gen sort of lighting system and things like that. And it basically decreases loading times, allows for a bigger world. And it means it's, it's like a lighting thing. It looks very nice. Oh. So quote here clean ray trace shadows allow for maximum effect in player guidance in building stealth passages while dynamic and moving light sources bring in the extra challenge when Gollum is roaming through the darkness so this is something that, that Sony come out with ages ago when uh, before the PS5 come out do you know I don't honestly that literally sounds like they've just put a lot of words together and made some sort of coherent sentence well, like, if, yeah, you know, if you know what ray tracing is <clears throat> it makes sense it's just obviously not everyone's going to know Sort of what it means. But yeah, that looks quite good. It it does look like a good game. If you're interested, Uh, I recommend giving it a look when when it drops next year. New game that I'm quite interested in. Haunted Space is a new sci-fi horror game with sort of living spaceships. It looks strange, but it looks quite interesting. Living Uh, spaceships. Yeah. It has like living spaceships and things. What do you mean, bro? This is like cars in space. Is that what we were talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's just Kapow, Lightning McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> Shit kicks, just rolling about. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, this was uh, revealed at a show called The Future Game Show, and it revealed a brand new title from Italian Games Factory. And it's it's sort of, a, obviously, it's, it's a horror game published by Merge Games, so it's not like a massive game or anything. Mm. 
Like, but, uh, like indie, uh, indie-esque. I think it's a little bit like above indie, but yeah, this it's probably somewhere between AAA and indie, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. probably a good way. It does look very graphically, it looks very, very nice. It's like you, a lot of the game obviously is in the, in the ship. Mm. So it's quite niche, I think, where it's like there is a game. I'm, I'm I can't for the life of me think of what this game's called, but um, it's all a game all about flying around in space and stuff, and it's it's creepy. I'll have to find it and link it because I cannot remember. <laughs> but it but it showcases the game's metal mother facility, which was established to try and harvest sonic matter humankind discovered in another galaxy beyond Earth, and apparently uh, in this game universe it is the most precious element in the universe. All right, and of course we're being a horror game. Humankind isn't going to be alone, and it appears to be both gargantuan alien creatures and spaceships alike featured in haunted space. <sighs> and you you can sort of see. So what's that? It's, it's a soma sort of thing by the looks of it, right? Where it's um some sort of creature has attached itself to the ship, which is giving it life. Very similar to like soma, where big the robots, fish. big fish. Yeah, where all like the robots are being sort of controlled. Things like I think is similar to that. It's a first person and third person game, mm. and of course they, uh, when you're flying through space, it's first person because then you poo yourself when someone jumps at you. So yeah, clearly, no. but this is a co-op game as well, apparently. If you it's think I'm getting around. that, you got another thing coming, my friend. Horror games, fair, <laughs> unbelievable, oh, mate. <laughs> this man cannot you know me by now. He can't do it. He can't do it. It ain't happening. The controller's going through the telly if that happens. <laughs> but yeah, this looks good. There's no release date yet for this. It, it, but we know it's coming for PS5, uh, Xbox Series X, and Xbox Series S. So uh, it's a next gen thing. And Steam hey, as well, of course. But Big up the next gen, boys. But yeah, next. Next up, we have a really nice little indie game that looks absolutely beautiful. It's called The Last Worker. And this is quite a unique little uh, sort of setting. It's based in a, a world where sort of automated work is a thing where people don't really work because robots are doing it. And you play as the last worker, the last human that's actually working. Right. It's completely hand-drawn as well. Okay. The game. And a uniquely immersive gameplay mechanics in an epic setting is what it kind of boasts to have. It delivers an emotional, thought-provoking, and comedic story package of rich characters performed by an all-star cast. Uh, this this reminds me of Limbo and, and Inside sort of thing. It reminds me of that. Beautiful little indie games that are based on story and, and that sort of thing. It looks very, very nice. Uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, definitely give it a look. Looks very inside esque. Well, I recommend it. I, I absolutely, if you like them sort of things, definitely pick it up when it drops. No, no word on a release date yet. This is if it's for next gen, then maybe like four years time. By the time everyone it gets doesn't, it, it doesn't actually say what it, I think it's going to be like the, the usual, probably. Wow. The next is Nobody Saves the World. This this looks interesting. It's a shape-shifting RPG from Drinkbox Studios, but this is Xbox and PC exclusive. So uh, you'll see it on Game Pass probably day one. I believe this was revealed during Microsoft's ID at Xbox Showcase. So when this when this drops, if for people that have Game Pass, uh, there will be it'll be their day one, I would imagine. There you go, Game Pass subscribers or whatever it is. Very similar to Guacamelee, if anyone's played that. It's like a top-down sort of brawling game. Very similar, where you can play as a variety of characters and shapeshift. There's not a huge amount that, that we know about this yet. It's only it's only just been sort of revealed. But we know it is coming later this year, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. And yeah, here we go. Game Pass subscribers will also have the chance to play the game at launch on both console and PC. So yeah, I think that's good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, why not? Good. We Are The Caretakers is an Afro-futuristic sci-fi squad management RPG about protecting endangered animals 
and your planet from extinction. So I think it's like a simulation-y sort of game. Wow. And uh, they're actually doing a thing. This is quite good, actually. Uh, every purchase that this game gets, uh, April 22nd this year is when it comes out, uh, which is uh, not coincidentally, this is done on purpose, but this is actually Earth Day, which is obviously the day where you just celebrate like the Earth and all the animals and things. And every single purchase of this game on Steam, 10% of that goes to save the last rhinos left on Earth, which is uh, nice. Yeah, fair enough. It's a very nice game, but that's what the game's about. It's basically uh, a massive energy barrier that separates you from a wider universe mysteriously falls, allowing sort of everything to just kind of come in and try and destroy what's left of Earth. And it's you use a simulation game. You build your sort of team, grow a resistance of over 70 characters whilst managing your reputation, funds, animals, and alliances. So yeah, it's a very sort of heavy uh, on the PR with it with the environment and things. It's very heavy on that. Well, there you go. It'll probably with someone. Yeah, I think I think there's a potential to do well just because of what it is. Just Looks good sure, to me. Make sure the game's decent because I'd rather donate if it's terrible. I'd rather just donate the full amount myself. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it, is the game has to be good, otherwise you might as well just donate what you were going to pay for the game just straight to to rhinos or wwf whatever thing is i'll never like take a company's statement as face value because like i feel like a lot of people do say these sorts of stuff they're like yo we're gonna do this and this and this and this and this and then the game comes out it sells like 10 copies and then they donate like a pound and you're like well we still donated something you're like yeah but Oh well, yeah. Well, ten percent of that. Ten, technically, that'd still be. But it's, it's obviously this is done through Steam, so I think I don't think you'll have will have that issue. But it's hope, eh? It's a good cause. I think if you want to support that sort of thing, definitely look into it. But yeah, we'll see. Next, um, who remembers like Twitch plays Pokemon, the really old Twitch what? channel. It was mega popular years and years ago. It was basically uh, where Giza just was playing Pokemon on Twitch, but right. the Twitch chat were controlling it. Right. So it, it was chaos because he had it commanded. So basically, if you someone typed in the chat like left, the character would move left. So in theory, you could just keep going left, right, left, right, left, right. Yeah, yeah. Like move. so, basically, the chat would control what. Jesus. I mean, they they beat the game. Like the game, they did actually beat the game. Oh, I read that. Like it, it was, yeah. It was, it was really interesting to watch. Uh, it's not something really that happens anymore. It's, it's, it was an old thing. But it, this was one of your first big Twitch streams. Like this is kind of one of the first big ones, and this game is inspired by that. And Death's Door is a game that basically you play on a on a stream. So you'll be part of a community that makes intense group choices navigating a gothic horror adventure. Only through collective wisdom and strategic use of individual viewer powers will you be able to advance the game and uncover the mysteries within. So very they're they're sort of coming off the Twitch plays sort of thing. Wow. Looks good. What is it with these? What, what is it with companies making bloody horror games? Horror game. they're just popular it's like little nightmares that came out recently that was fantastic mm. and they had amnesia the rebirth i think it's called that, that come out not long before that and the, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a popular franchise isn't it makes you want to cry I, I i enjoy them a lot i think they're they're very enjoyable some better than others there's some are really bad and some are really good you mm. never really get just an all right one they're either really bad or really good other than Alien Isolation, actually. Don't hate me. I know these guys, that game was mega popular, but I think it was a bit naff, to be honest. To be honest with you, I think that's probably the nice tame things you've ever had an opinion on, so I won't worry about it too much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is true. But moving on, we have... What is this game called? Something about Knockout City. I've forgotten the full title. This is, it, this is, is Knockout yeah. City. This is Knockout City. It is a dodgeball game produced by EA. Right, right. See you later, boys. Not interested. No, I'm joking. Released for Windows, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox, all that. All that. And um, to be yeah, published by EA. And it's, 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 it's unique, I suppose. It's a competitive multiplayer video game. Basically, it's just dodgeball. 
The player's goal is obviously to attack enemies from the opposing team by knocking them out with a ball. There are several types of balls. Obviously, there's there are a load of balls do different stuff. Like you've got a bomb ball, the moon ball, and a bunch to of stuff. Acquire these different balls. All you have to do is add thirteen hundred Microsoft yeah. points. Why uh, knockout city points? Like you know, it's covered. <laughs> There was actually something. I've got to try and find it in the article. There was actually something about... Yeah, here we go. As players progress in the game, they will be able to uh, get hollow bucks, which can be spent Hold at the shop to unlock customization options. Called it. It's EA, bro. What do you mean? So there's already going to be microtransactions oh, in the game. God, Whether, it, I don't think it's going to be paid to win, which is good. But... Do you know what? Those. I believe you and I don't believe you, SEA. <laughs> like, it's not a deal for it. And a beta? Oh, okay. Wait, apparently there's a beta. Like, out now. There you go. So go and check that out. I didn't even know, to be honest. Just on consoles and PC. <sighs> yeah, and all but you yeah. have to do is pre order the game. <laughs> I'm joking, okay, so by the way. The developers of the game, Villan, envision the game as a live service and will introduce and will be introducing new content regularly via seasons. So it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's that but, sort of thing. Okay, fair enough. That's the route most games are going down, and it season passes and whatnot. Yeah, so is that going to be that game? I I can't see this. Like, Mate, honestly, doing like, that what, what's going to the only the only way a dodgeball game is going to last is if like. I don't know, maybe they had like a rank system to it or something because I don't particularly want to keep playing the same thing, throwing a dodgeball at someone and they're watching their head explode. I mean, I can't see there being longevity in that. Yeah, whatsoever. I don't think this would be your next Rocket League, I'm going to be honest. You never know, it might explode. And then also... Oh, yeah, it could do, yeah. <laughs> but moving on to a game that looks absolutely beautiful. An indie game called Lumote. It is available now on Steam. I, I recommend this completely. It looks absolutely beautiful. So it's like a 3D puzzle platformer with the visuals of uh, something else. Players Lumote, who is a squishy bioluminescent creature on a quest to overthrow the master mode. So basically the, the sort of synapsis of the game. It's a two-player game. One player plays as Lumote and another player plays as the master mode. So you kind of scrap <laughs> the only ability, Lumo's only abilities are to jump and to possess. Uh, so basically, you're just in a constant scrap as puzzles. You must take control of the world's inhabitants, the moats, and use their abilities to progress depending on whose power controls the moat. Their behavior will either help or hinder you on your journey to the depths as you search for the master moat. And one thing that actually uh, they have been saying is they supposedly no loading screens in the slightest in this game. Well. It's one world. The whole thing is one world of a single massive environment containing six towers and 50 puzzles. Each tower marks your mastery of a specific moat and unlocks a new set of puzzles to explore. So very witness-like where you have an area that specializes in a certain type of puzzle. You complete that and then you go on to the next area that specializes in a different type of puzzle. Very similar in aspect, I think. But it's like a race to see. The the moat when you solve puzzles things start glowing blue the master moat's red so it's like a race i think to see who can sort of extinguish the other person's light first looks very nice i i recommend giving this a shot okay next up arcade paradise which dumps you into a 90s arcade with more than 35 machines on ps5 and ps4 later this year and Gang. made by nosebleed interactive what's, what's the name, the name? <laughs> a new adventure game all about 90s arcades so it's it's hard to explain really but i'll read uh, i'll read through some of the big bits here in the article to get a better picture so set in the sleepy town on grindstone you play as ashley and you gain the keys keys to your family's or business and then you decide now nah, i'm going to turn it into an arcade sort of gaff Right. And the goal is to sort of manage, invest, and build profits from this tiny venue to hope to transform the town. So it's like a simulation-y sort of... That's kind of cool, actually. Adventure game with more than 35 machines complete with their own stories, missions, and characters. And you 
uh, can play them all. Alongside growing your arcade and completing dull chores like even just day-to-day care of, of your sort of arcade (laughs) yeah of your arcade um you can play all of the arcades as well and they're full games they're all full games it's kind of cool yeah and they also for witcher fans the 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 game also stars Geralt's voice actor doug cockle as ashley's dad really cool really cool we don't know actually yeah it does look nice it does look very nice and it's it's releasing um 2021. Right. We don't right. know when this minute. Yeah. Yeah. In 35 seconds, this will be out now. Uh, but yeah, release it at some point. But next, Players' Choice Awards for March 2021 have dropped the best new game for t- March 2021. And the vote is between three games It Takes Two, Co op Puzzle Game, Disco Elysium, The Final Cut, and Doom 3 VR. Uh, this was me, Disco Elysium, all day. This was um, almost game of the year one year for an indie game. It was very, very nice. I can't remember what year, 2019 maybe. But it's, uh, I, I would. Um, I don't think I this, I don't think Doom the should win it. That's all I'll say. No, I don't think, I don't think it will, to be honest. But this, uh, I don't know if the vote has actually been done yet. I'm going to have a look. Player's Choice March. Uh, let's check. You would assume so. Well, yeah, considering it was... uh, It's now April 5th today. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it has been done yet. I don't think... I think the the poll is is shut. But it's got uh, count. Potentially, yeah. I mean, I've seen some gameplay of It Takes Two, so that would be my pick. It's quite fun, actually. I do like the look of it. Yeah, I, I'd uh, I'd go. Um, what's it called? Disco. Disco. But yeah, I don't think it's been done yet. February's winner. Don't know. Little Nightmares Two was February, so I don't think and that wasn't that wasn't done until March. So I, I don't think yeah, at some point this yet. month. Then. Yeah, but yeah, I can't vote for it. But um, if you're interested in what games uh, are new and good, definitely give it give it a watch. But next, moving on to Steam. We've got some news from Steam. We haven't actually had anything from Steam in a while. Um, this is actually really nice. Is now you can invite non-Steam friends to play Steam games with you. So Steam's Remote Play Together feature just got bigger. Now you can invite anybody in your Steam Remote Play sessions, regardless whether they even have a Steam account or not, and you just, you just send them a link. They can they can then play the game. It's really cool, actually. Oh, that's surprising. And uh, apparently, it's as many as you want as well. It doesn't. It's not limited to like two two friends. You can literally just. I'm surprised by that. As many, yeah. So say uh, the, the two examples they get. Say you want to introduce a friend to the magic of Stardew Valley, or challenge everyone in your DM group chat to a game of Civ Six. You can because all you got to do is link it. And uh, the only limitation is sort of your streaming bandwidth because they're streaming the game through you. So if you've got bad internet, it probably ain't gonna work. But, <laughs> yeah, so but you can you can technically go into like Civ Six, get an eight man game and just invite seven people that don't have Steam and you can all play. All right. Without having to, yeah, obviously you're gonna have to be able to run the game as well. If you if you're playing on a like a brick, you ain't gonna be able to get yourself a get yourself a rich friend who's got a sick yeah. PC and a good internet connection, you'd be fine. It's all right. Yeah. Literally. And you'll be fine. You could literally just get big multiplayer games and just play them without even having to bother getting the game or Steam. So, uh, yeah, can't even moan, really. Bless up. Yeah. It's fair enough. Hopefully other... I'd, I'd like other... Uh, what would you call Steam? Like a a games... Uh... Game platform, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's like its own thing. Like It's always... The sort of thing when a game's getting released and what console is it on? Everyone just a Steam. All right, it's a game PC. platform. Maybe others should start doing that. Like maybe things like they'll start following suit. Like, I mean, they kind of have with consoles in terms of like games like a way out and it takes two and stuff like that. Like you only have to own. Yeah, I have one, one person own it. So well, obviously through like share play, you can play for an hour without owning the game, but it's doesn't it's not functioning it doesn't really function very well it's not amazing 
No. Because but yeah. only one person can play it. So it's kind of Yeah, redundant. it's not like you can all just play it once. The, yeah, it's a good feature, but I can understand why people don't do it. Yeah. But I like I like it. I don't know if it's only a set amount of games, probably for now, because it's only in beta. I would assume so. But it will be rolling out depending on how it goes with the beta and everything. Mm-hmm. But I, ho- I hope this is something that sticks because that's really good. Yeah, because cool. if you've got if you've got a monster PC and a monster internet, you just get get all the boys in and just yeah. play games and only one of you needs to own it. Or even have Steam. So yeah. Can't really complain. No, but on no. to the that time of the week where <laughs> of course we talk about our favorites, Microsoft. To be fair, to be fair, this is this is good. This isn't this isn't is even bad. Uh, so we had the ID Xbox showcase, and they showed over twenty ID Xbox games coming day one with the Xbox Game Pass. I'm just going to list them off. If there's any that tickle your fancy, go go for it. Just you can talk. But <laughs> so you got oh, thank the you. rally. Thank you for the permission. <laughs> <laughs> you may speak. Uh, right, Astria ascending. I haven't heard of a lot of these. Uh, Backbone. No. Boyfriend Dungeon, Craft Opia. I guess that's Minecraft. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Dead Static Drive. Right. Edge of Eternity. That's a game I actually do know. Edge of Eternity actually seems like a very good game. It's made by uh, the same people that sort of did a lot of things for like Chrono Trigger and Xenoblade, which are like uh, Kingdom Artsy style sort of games. I think is a good way to yeah describe them. Hello Neighbor 2. Hello Neighbor 1 was was like a... It's not a horror game, but it's... I don't know what you'd call it. You have to break into the gaff, and the neighbor keeps trying to get you out and things like that. Yeah, Yeah, you've got to solve what's going on. He's really weird looking, isn't he? Yeah, so, yeah, Hello Neighbor 2. To be honest, I didn't know. I thought that was already out. So did I, actually, thinking about it. Uh, Library of Ruina. Not sure sure on this one, but I believe this is... Become the owner of the library and receive your guests. Yeah, I don't know. But sure. uh, <laughs> Little Witch in the Woods, a right. fantasy RPG game. Moonglow Bay. The the art style for this looks really nice. It's like a looks hand drawn. Right. Narita Boy. I don't. I. Yes. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah. No. Even... Nobody. Nobody saves the world, which we mentioned. Yeah. Earlier, Omno, not again. I think it's a I believe it's a puzzle game. That just sounds like an insult, doesn't it? Yeah, you're an Omno. Yeah, you're an Omno. You idiot. Yeah, all right, mate. Calm Recompile. Down. Not sure what that is. Metroid, uh, Metroid inspired, so it's similar sort of thing to Metroid. Right. Sable, which um, again, hand drawn, looks very nice. Looks similar to Journey. Mm-hmm. Anyone's played that? Uh, she dreams elsewhere, right? Which is a really strange-looking game. It's like an RPG which has like multiple realities and things. Yeah, it's, looks strange. Stalker Two, which we've mentioned a couple of times, is the horror FPS game. Yep. The Ascent. I'm sure we've mentioned that. Potentially, we've mentioned. I think there were. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure we did last week. Uh, Undungeon, not sure what that is, but I believe it's a it's a RPG, but I think it's different where it's got like real time combat. Right, it looks quite good. Uh, I believe it's graphically that one's really nice. Way to the Woods, not sure, not sure about that, but I believe you play as a deer. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't actually have a sure. Why not? Like a game you play as a, a deer and you have a baby with you and you've got to like get home, I believe. That's the wild at heart. Bambi. Yeah, pretty much play Bambi. <laughs> like not, not a clue. The wild at heart is um very witness-esque. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's they're the they're the 20 that they showcase will be coming day one. Some really nice ones, and they also Announced that you can get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for a dollar at the moment. So that's all it's bloody worth. Yeah, 
You'd be shit. Wow. Firing <laughs> <laughs> hits. Yeah, if you sign up right now, you get a Game Pass Yo, for a dollar. Microsoft, if I catch you in the streets, going down. <laughs> Strapped. That's uh, on a road. Microsoft. You think I'm you think I'm backing down? I think so. On the road. Who do you think you are? And I'll still do the road in his socks. I got me North Face jacket, me socks, and me pouch. That's all I need. Well, you need to Stone Island for doing the road. Wait, no, nah, I do the road in me North Face and me socks. <laughs> Just in the socks. No breed. <laughs> no. Yeah, anyway, I'll see you next week. I mean, like, listen, right? My opinion on this whole thing, right? It seems, obviously. I'm uneducated in some of these games. It seems like they've just released like a lot of games that kind of like eh, <laughs> and yeah, they're making it seem like it's a it's a big deal. I'm no, like, not at all. Indie games are massive usually. Like if you look at game of the year, indie uh, games are no, always no, rampant. In them. Yeah, but come on, boys! Like you're a massive company. Give your bloody subscribers something to give them some big AAA game or something like. Be nice. Well, they do. They do. There is always multiple each month that they put on there so this is just an extra oh. like for everything that we say with microsoft game pass is genuinely really good like that's one thing that microsoft actually do really well they still like, stink. the game pass obviously with all the stuff happening now with mlb the the baseball game where sony have really dropped the ball on this where it's, it's free it's it's completely unintended did you say <laughs> You said you're talking about a baseball game, and you said you dropped the ball, and you didn't even pick oh, up on that. Dear this guy. <sighs> yeah, I'll see you next week. I'm out. There's not I'm even done. any point in continuing right now. This is useless. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a better hop? <laughs> but... God's sake, boys! Right. But so uh, it's a lot of controversy for Sony, where Sony are releasing the game for full price. Which uh, I believe is like sixty, seventy dollars. I think it's seventy dollars right now. Yeah, probably. And uh, Xbox have got it for free on Game Pass for which you can get for a quid. And it's like this is a triple A game. Obviously, we're talking in the states as well. Baseball is huge. Mm. So this is something that people are genuinely like. This this isn't like a good move for Sony. But yeah, that's that's the Game Pass. It is probably the one thing that I actually think Microsoft do really well. Mm. And the last news piece, there's more on Game Pass. Would you believe it? Uh... <laughs> so Game Pass, um, they've had an update with basically cloud gaming sort of obviously got added. And that's not changing as backwards compatibility titles are starting to appear via this cloud sort of streaming thing. So what similar to what like Sony did with PS Now, where you could stream the PS, you had to stream the PS3 games that you could play on it and it was awful, didn't work. Um, this is actually done right, apparently. And a list of some of these games are really good. So it's Banjo-Kazooie, massive there. Banjo-Tooie, again, huge. Double Dragon Neon, Fable 2, Fallout New Vegas, Gears of War 2, Gears of War 3, Gears of War Judgment, Jetpack Refueled, Cameo, Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark Zero, The Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, The Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, and the best one yet, Viva Pinata. Do you remember that game? Oh my God. That game was so bad. But yeah, some really nice games there. What do you mean? Viva Pinata, best game. You didn't have to collect animals in your garden. I don't know why I didn't win Game of the Year, if I'm honest. Like, I, I remember it when it first came out. Everyone, thought, everyone was just blown away. Yeah, you hit Pinata. What the hell did I just try and say? <laughs> I, I don't know, yes. Yeah, sure. Let's yeah, move it on. But yeah, so that's the news. And uh, something we're going to talk about that, that I'm very sort of into no. because it annoys me. So the best part about this topic is the fact that I have, uh, I mean, I don't care nearly as much as you do. I only wanted to talk about it because I know for a fact it's going to get you triggered. So I'm just a lovely person like that, by the way. I just want to point that one out. Like I, you know, I just enjoy watching him get riled up. This this is something I don't, I do don't agree with in the slightest, but, (laughs) um, there is a this there's something this this topic has taken influence from a YouTuber that I I watch 
And um, I didn't watch the video before. It's not. I'm not just going to be copying what he's saying or anything. Yeah, like, let me just get like, the transcript. <laughs> of the YouTube video. It, it's literally like something I have watched in the past, and it's something I've wanted to talk about as well. But a YouTuber called Ross Scott or Accursed Farms is his YouTube name, known for Freeman's Mind. He made a long, long video on this, like two-hour-long video, talking about why this is like the worst thing in gaming and it's going to be better than anything we're going to spew out. So <laughs> go, go and watch Speak that. for yourself. What do you mean? <laughs> Here, come, yeah, this is where you've just researched this for a week straight <laughs> and you just <laughs> absolute just... And you know what the best part just, is? Facts. I mean, I've barely spoken to you all week because I, I, I don't reply to my texts, let's be honest. And uh, I could have been researched. I haven't, but I could have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could have been for all I know. <laughs> But yeah, so games as a service, go go check out his video. I'll link it in the description. It's it's going to be a lot more probably in, informative. He goes proper in depth into the legal side of this. I'm not going to do that because I can't bother. But it's <laughs> he goes proper in depth on it. So go watch that. But it's games as a service. Oh, baby. Oh, this is something that I think will kill video gaming one day if it doesn't get toned. <laughs> So if you don't know, games as a service is basically it was introduced as sort of a barrier between consumer cost concerns with obviously games costing more and more and sort of user engagement. And it offers a way, this is like the kind of description of it, it offers a way to bring down customer acquisition costs. And as I mean, they, they say that it keeps users in a game far longer than the pay-to-play method. And some stats to back that up. Obviously, this is this is like it does work, but it's it's wrong. And I will get into this. But EA, for example, is is the biggest sort of I think guilty suspect for this. Yeah, a lot of their games are games as a service. So games as a service when EA introduced it, their revenue in the year went from four billion to thirty three in six years after introducing games as a service content mm. so games as a service is basically games that re- constantly require an online connection to the initial server to a central server to play the game so need for speed games are like that they're the big ones where you have to connect to ea central server to play the game if the server's down you can't play the game at all even if you want to just play single player you can't play it and now there is a thin line with this, like games like World of Warcraft. It's obviously you have to connect to the WoW servers to play the game at all. But since this is a that WoW is obviously a subscription-based game, that's not that's technically not classed as games as a service. So Which makes absolutely no sense to me because it's the exact same thing. You're just paying monthly. Yeah, but they clearly, yeah, it, it's it's basically just got, <laughs> they clearly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> it's like your logic is right, but you the legal side to it is wrong. So it's it's like basically because they clearly advertise, like they admit what they are. It's not like they're trying to sort of come off as a, a pay-to-play game and then it's still games as a service. Games as a service games can obviously work. Like, I'm not saying they're all... Uh, they're all, like, the devil. But... <laughs> you sure? If I, get, if I get up a list of games as a service games... And I'll tell you how amazing they all are, just to trigger <laughs> So, some of them, though, if they're, like, free-to-play, fine. But it's games like Need for Speed games are, are a big one. A lot of them shut down over the years. Yeah. So games that you have to pay full price for and you still connect to sort of the central server, meaning that company has complete control over when that game dies. Like, which is, how is that? Like surely there's legal things against this. Of course there's not. Why why would there be? Because it's the their game, is, it's their intellectual property. If they don't want to run it anymore. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yes, you say that. But look at licensing laws. When a, you you when you buy a game for full price, right? We're not talking about free to play games, we're talking full price games. Mm-hmm. That's called a perpetual license, which means you own that copy or that digital copy of that game. 
There, there's nowhere in the law that says that that company can then be like, right, we'll see you later. Because technically that is your perpetual license. You own the license to that copy. Right. So there's got to be some sort of issue. And it's just something that doesn't ever get taken to court because it's like, who's going to take someone like EA to court? It's just not for the payout unless you get a mass sort of outcry it's not gonna wait you're, ne- you're never gonna be able to take these guys to like court on it well there's your issue the fact that no like not enough people care about it because if enough people cared about it something would have been done about it because well, let's yeah. be honest it's the age of the internet like you could moan about i don't know you could turn around and get enough people to petition that they want to change the color of bricks right eventually if it caught on they'd have to change the color of bricks. Do you know what I mean? That's the internet. It's the internet. It's a powerful thing. So, I mean, it's, and the problem is it's their game and they're making enough money off of it. No one's going to go toe-to-toe with them, so they're just going to keep doing it. Like, tell them not to. Well, I mean, yeah. But the thing I think for me, like I I care about like this industry. I'm interested in the inner workings of the game industry, not just playing them. Mm. Like, this is literally killing games left, right, and center. Like, the amount of games that have just been killed, never to be played again. And it's not like you can just take that and release it as an emulated game if it's games as a service, because the entire, like, thing is gone. Mm. And there's your problem. (laughs) Because it kills games in an industry that, that... I mean, some of the games that have been killed, like there was one, um, what was it called? The Secret World, I think. And it was uh, like an MMO game that was really popular for a while. And it, you had to connect to a central server to play. So it was games as a service. And you had to pay, I think it was like $15 or whatever. It wasn't like a full, full game. Right. And it, it, died eventually and it was such a beautiful game that this this was a game that you could have you could emulate like this this suited it so well to live on but it's dead because the company decided we aren't making enough money anymore see you later and just killed it yeah, but that's like, just, it had that's, such that's, potential. that's up to the company though if they can't be bothered then you know yeah, that's, that's just something just, works of course it's up to the company but it shouldn't be that's the thing well, I mean, I think so. I'm playing. I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate here because otherwise, this would just be yeah, bad, bad, bye. I mean, so the I guess something to take from it is to say I'm not saying they do, but say they close down a server. They say yeah, we've had enough of this game. At least then there's the room to make something else and make something better. You know, there's a possibility of that. I suppose, but you know, it's 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 difficult. I mean, I think everyone's got their opinions on it, but I think it's difficult. See, from a company standpoint, if I guess if the company's not making enough money from a certain game, why would they keep it up? It's just it's it's almost like uh, I'm trying to think of an example that's nothing to do with the game. Say, I don't know, you're running a lemonade stand right outside your house. And you're paying ten pound a day to keep a lemonade stand. You get three customers a day, so you're selling lemonade for fifty p. You're losing what, whatever that math is, eight fifty. Why would you keep the lemonade stand open? You wouldn't, would you? Well, no, no. You'd send the lemonade stand. So I, I get why. Like I get why it's a bad thing because it's kind of if you spend sixty quid in a game and then by the way it's closed in two years, like. I mean, yeah, kind, that, of, that's kind of a kick in the teeth. Yeah, that, that's the problem. It's... I think you have to like think people have to understand. Like, yes, you could slate the company to the ground. Like, I slate Microsoft to the ground as much as I like. You know, they've done some good stuff, but I still slate them because I think they're garbage. But you get it from that standpoint that if if it's you know if you've got um, I, I if you've got like 10,000 players playing it as opposed to when it first came out, there was like 100,000 players. Chances are it's probably going to get closed because 10% of what it was, you know, of what it was. 
So it's, it's, it's definitely a difficult one. I do think that companies should have some sort of yeah. obligation to be, you know, leave even, even, I mean, I know Ultimate Team is a really bad example because obviously you get a new one every year. But I guarantee you there are people out there that want to play, I don't know, FIFA 14, for example. Like FIFA 14 Ultimate Team. You can't now. The thing is with FIFA, FIFA's not classed as games as a service. No, but that was just an example Um, of... Yeah. They take the server down, but they bring something else in its place. Yeah, but that's the thing. That doesn't happen. No. With everything. No. And when you're talking with like Need for Speed Worlds, I think it was called. And it combined every Need for Speed game today in one massive online game. But it, it got shut down by EA very quickly. That's entire worlds, entire assets just lost. As a gamer sort of standpoint, that's just wrong. Entire, like uh, an entire game universe was gone. And obviously you understand why. But yeah. like legally, when you charge for these games, legally, that is illegal. Well, but... I guarantee you read into it. I'll read the the actual I guarantee there's probably not they've probably specifically made it. So there's nothing in there that they physically have to keep it open. Uh depend depends on country. It if in in the, the video I mentioned earlier that I'll link that he goes through it properly in depth. Um it depends on country. So US is one I don't think it's it's too much of an issue. It's UK, Canada, uh New Zealand, Australia, wherever it is, some parts of Europe as well, like the Netherlands is a big one. Um, there's a there's a popular case where it might have been EA went to court against for this and lost. So yeah. it, it, it in I know here where we are it is it is illegal, but nobody's taken them to court here. It just depends. Netherlands obviously is, is a different case to we don't we don't live there, so I can't really speak too much on it. But it, it that all depends on on country because every country's licensing laws are different, and now obviously the UK is not in not in the EU. It's, it's, ours has changed again since that video, so I, it might be different now. I don't know, but it, it's all a mess, and it's so just got an article up here, and this actually um, puts it quite well. Mm. So. It honestly says a lot about the industry that developers making and actually selling games as a complete product feels like something that deserves to be like rewarded. But here we are. So think EA when they came out with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. No sort of loot boxes or anything. And uh, for, for an EA game, that's just Rare. madness. Um, and that got critical sort of acclaim. Right. And it kind of feels like now a company actually released... Like, we spoke about it last uh, last week. We said Naughty Dog were good because they actually release games. <laughs> like, and here's the problem, is it feels like a triple a, a AAA company making a triple A game that is complete nowadays feels just rare. And that's just the time we're in. And time will tell whether, obviously, this, this continues. But one thing is clear is that, like, I think it's starting to change. I mean, one of the biggest ones was Bethesda with Fallout 76. Mm. That that became sort of a similar thing, and that completely flopped. AAA sales are, uh, are rising compared to the games-as-a-service model. And obviously with most games-as-a-service games becoming ghost towns within like a month. So like, obviously examples... Of games as a service games, obviously like Fortnite is a games as a service game, but it's free to play. Things like that. But when you have to pay for these games is when the problems come in because these games become a go. So Outriders is probably the, the best example recently. Mm. So full, full, full 60 quid game. Yeah. But what happens after three months? Oh, it hasn't done as well. See you later. That's like Destiny, isn't it? Yeah. You have to buy that. Yeah. That's free. Yeah, and that was games as a service, and that's that's probably one way to to sort of because you know Destiny player base is not there anymore. Let's be honest, it's not. No, it's dedicated. Yeah, but there's people player. that love the game, mm-hmm. and that is it. So they made the game free to play because they would they were aware 
well, Bungie were aware we're going to have to shut this game down. We can't afford to. So they've made it free to play. Mm-hmm. How long will Destiny 2 stay open now? Realistically? A year, max, from now? Potentially. I mean, it, yeah. it depends, doesn't it? I mean, as long as, like I said previously, as long as the, if there's a, if there's a certain gate, like player base, they might keep it open, restrict it, whatever. It just depends on the size of the company, though, as well. I think, like, for Bungie was under EA in it. Is that right? Microsoft. Microsoft, rather. Yeah. For the size of Microsoft, I don't think they really care. I think they just keep it open just for the sake of it. Yeah, Microsoft aren't actually that bad with this. It's the big, the big one is EA. They're, <laughs> they're very bad for. I think games as a service. The issue with EA, right, to comment on EA as a company is is terrible. Let's be honest. Like the own, oh yeah, like they they're not they're not they don't they don't care, do they? I mean, like they make so much money. Like they, they realistically could just make all their money off EA, uh, off FIFA other, and not worry about yeah, anything could, else. Yeah, yeah you know they I mean? could literally just release sports games and be fine. So you know, yeah. I think I think obviously obviously I know it is a it's a game's like, but EA I think is a really bad example because I think as a company their practices are bad regardless of. Do you, do yeah, you, see, do you know oh, what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, they got like the worst games company like three years straight. So and you wonder why because. <laughs> yeah, and that's this horrendous. is it, it does get quite sort of jaded though because it's not all games as a service games have microtransactions that's a big feature microtransactions is a is a big feature of games as a said but not they don't all have it no so the the lines are blurred but a common theme in in games as a service is it's always online drm microtransactions are like the two biggest sort of that's you what know makes the money yeah so games like Fortnite, Apex Legends, games that that are free, you can find. Yeah, you can chuck Marcus transactions because they've got my money. Yeah, somewhere, yeah. Games as a service for that, it's it's fine. It's going to happen. Will the games die eventually? Of course they will. Everything dies eventually. Like in case of Fortnite and Apex, probably not for for years and years and years, but eventually they will. Of course they will. Like again, League of Legends. Free to play games, though, is, is another thing because they free to play games isn't really a necessarily a, the argument because no, that's, that's a given. It's when you're play, paying 60 quid for a game yeah. and then having to pay extra. There's microtransactions riddled it. Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, yeah, that was appalling. That was terrible. But again, like, EA. Those games, yeah. EA, <laughs> microtransactions looted, you have to be connected to the servers. And they're getting shut down. They're not going to be about much longer. It's already confirmed. The game's no. not getting updated anymore. I mean, the thing is, is I don't, I don't strictly disagree with having a game on a, on on online all the time. I don't necessarily think that's an issue uh, for me. Anyway, I don't think. I think the advantages of having games online, probably from a technical standpoint. It's easier to roll out patches, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There yeah, are yeah, advantages, there are, but there are upsides cheaper as well. You get it but, because yeah. if if unless you have features on a game that are offline, it does make the game obsolete when these servers go down. That obviously is a problem. Yeah. So, for example, uh, an argument: a Star Wars Battlefront Two, like the EA one, mm-hmm. massive modding community, and modders have basically made entire games within the game mm-hmm. there's a massive mod that, that brings all of the, the clone wars characters in that should have been there when the game actually released yeah modders are nuts a huge game it's almost bigger than the actual game itself mm. that'll all be gone when ea decided enough's enough you won't be able to because you have still have to connect but again, I don't Ooh, know if EA is one of those ones that are just like, eh, we'll leave it. We've got enough money. Oh, no, it's confirmed it's going. All right. I was Battlefront and uh, 2 is, is confirmed going. Oh, when's that happening? We don't know yet. But it's confirmed that it is gone eventually. 
Well, no, no, it won't be long either. It's not going to be like years. It'll be sooner rather than later. It only didn't get shut down by now because it got a massive surge of players because, well, I can't remember what happened. It was free, I think, right. on PS4 uh, for a month. And that's why it got a massive surge. So they kept it open for a bit because, you know, microtransactions was probably making them a bit more money. But it's things like that where these massive, as a gamer and someone who cares about the industry and the, the inner workings of this industry, that's a lot of work. Mod, all these mods that people have worked hundreds of hours on literally for free. They didn't, they didn't get paid for this. They just did it because they love the, the franchise and want players to have a better game. That, like... Obviously, the good thing to do would be export that outside of the central server and you still got the game after it's dead. But it won't happen. Well, no, because uh, I guess the online, whatever's on the online server is EA's intellectual property, isn't it? So good yeah. luck with that. So, I think it's never going to happen. problem is I think people problem. have to accept the fact that it's going to happen. Like, you, you, you could... And I know that sounds really tragic, but... You can people can sit there and write as many Reddit threads as they like and all this sort of stuff, but inevitably it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's right, but it's sort of becoming one of those facts of life that eventually these things are going to shut down. And you just got to almost learn to live with it. Like it's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Now there was actually a case um, where there was an old game called Strife, which was uh, it's like a Doom sort of clone Mm. like old school doom i mean and it was uh like an rpg game first person shooter rpg set in the same sort of world as like doom and wolfenstein and uh, this was a this was an online drm game and this was back in the 90s and uh it shut down somebody ended up literally emulating the whole game from scratch Mm. made the whole game again in his his, literally in his in his bedroom from scratch so people could play the game. Didn't charge. It was free. free. You just download it. Um, company ended up like taking him for it because obviously he's, he's technically yeah. just... Um, and he got so much backlash that the company re-released the game and you can still play it now. So there are obviously... There is definitely cases where games as a service has been beaten, but it's mm, rare. Yeah, I mean... I can't. It's a difficult. I can't see it changing. Honestly, no, I don't think it will anytime soon. Like, and that's uh, the problem. There's so much stuff just lost in time that will never be seen again. But then I guess some of the stuff, like, does Damien takes it back to it was like episode four or something when we spoke about like game nostalgia and stuff? You know, is it you wanting to play these twenty year old games because? You know, oh, it's my childhood, or you know, it's it's almost like you know things are going to evolve, and God knows what the gaming industry is going to be like in ten, twenty years' time. For all we know, we could be on those like you know those running platforms, and you're actually in the game and stuff like, well, like Ready Player One. Yeah, like I, it, it's just development, isn't it? Like, unfortunately, like the I get what people are saying. Like obviously these games that have been out for years and you still want to play them, like obviously you fall in love with the game, but eventually it has to come to an end. Regardless, it just you can't. Oh, I f- yeah, I think the issue comes when it's AAA games that are dying in like three months. Yeah, that's just release. that's just that's, bad. That's that's the problem. That's just it. bad company, whatever. And like, that, that's that's, just, that's a common thing as well. Just, that's the problem. But st- then that's down to the company to stop releasing these stinky ass games. No, that's the thing, they won't. Like, and then games as a service will keep being a problem. They'll well, make the initial burst and then they'll be like, right, we'll see you later. I'll tell you what, right? And this is going to be, you know, I always throw in an opinion that people hate or whatever. I don't, but stop buying them. That is the, the big solution. Yeah. <laughs> Do you I mean, know what I mean? It comes <laughs> with a myriad of other things, like, like pre ordering. Just thing like if you stop buying them, well, they're not going to make them because why would they? they com- these companies don't care about you. They don't. No, no. They care Very about few. Yeah. what's in their back pocket. And if you're not making their money, why would they bother? Like people, it's the same people that moan about this sort of stuff are the ones that are actually adding to it. Like 
I don't. I know Outriders isn't dead yet. Fine, it's just come out. But I can see that being another one. There's a big hype about it. Everyone buys it on day one. It's got like seventy odd k streams. Give it three weeks time, there'll be ten k viewers on it. Three weeks time, there'll be two k viewers. Everyone's forgotten about it. They close it down. That's your fault because you're the ones that hyped it out. You're the ones that bought it, and then you're the ones that are yeah. going to moan when it shuts down. You think what? Yep. Yeah, you know and, uh, this. This leads on to like pre-ordering as well. I mm. how many times have I said don't pre-order games because yeah. like people moan when games are incomplete, but then the pre-orders are so astronomical. Well, why? Why the co- There's no incentive. Going to bother. There's no incentive huh. for them to actually do anything about it because you've given them the money already. Yeah, they've already made more than they expected through targets from release anyway. Well, they're going to bother. So they just release it as a patch. I don't, and this is a thing people will moan about it, but no, people won't stop pre-ordering games. That, that I think that above everything is the biggest issue. I think for me personally, it's the people that moan about it, but then contribute to the issue. You can't, you can't do something and then moan about the consequences after. Like it just doesn't work like that. Like that's anything in life. You can't buy a car with three wheels and then you crash and you wonder why. Like. It, 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 you know what I mean? Like you can't do these things and then sit there and whine about it on Reddit and be like, "Oh well, my favorite game shut down." And like, what do you expect? Like you can, there are certain games that are, you can hundred percent when they're developed and when they're releasing these trailers and stuff like that, you can see into the future and you know, give it a year or so, and that's going to be dead. You just know it. Yeah, that Outriders is going to be the next one. I think <laughs> that's that done. will be dead. <laughs> like it's, yeah it's done well but that's yeah. all you need to know it's done well but that's and the hype isn't it? DRM and yeah. there you go give it a year that's what I mean like, you'll be saying bye bye servers no one and, can play this game ever again and you'll, you'll have people on reddit be like oh well I can't play my favourite Outriders characters like because what did you expect yeah. like what are you like it could be completely wrong this could be this could go mad but judging off what the kind of game was, and we've obviously played the beta and how it played, it was literally like... It was a, just Anthem. Yeah, like Anthem Division, that kind of thing. There you go, Anthem. That's a good example. That yeah. shut down after two years. That was a games as a service game we had to pay full price for, and that's already gone. It's like, <laughs> so- if you're going to mind about it, don't contribute to it. Simple as that. I'm sorry, but... I get sick and tired of people moaning about it, and they're the ones that are buying these AAA games. You think, well, if you if you feel that far against it, don't buy it. Like, yeah, and that's the thing. Like we're pre-ordering, same thing. I haven't pre-ordered a game since Black Ops Two because I don't agree with it. But yeah, just don't if everyone took to the same, yeah, if everyone took the same standpoint, we'd have complete games, and we wouldn't have games as a service now. It's too well, like killing the the industry that we know. Mm. And sort of, yeah, I think that's and that, that is probably a good way to kind of wrap it. I mean, one thing I will say for me is I think that's why we're seeing a rise in very good indie games because I think people are sick and tired of these yeah, AAA games. Fresh, it's, yeah, it's a breath of fresh air, you know, sick and tired of these big like, companies making these AAA games, selling them for 70 quid, and then they're dead within two years. Yeah, like I get and it, that's why you are, yeah. And Pete, it's a breath of fresh air to play a small. Yeah, little game, and you think, "Oh my god, this is wonderful!" Yeah. I could go back and play this in two years' time. Yeah, because I have a copy, and that's it. Like, yeah, it's my copy. I'm done. And I have the license for this copy. That's why yeah. it's like, with yes, yeah, my perpetual property. I could do what I want, and I don't <laughs> have to worry that this is going to shut down in two years because not enough people are playing it anymore. That's what I mean. I mean, I may sound really triggered, and I kind of am, to be fair, because it's uh. It's a big philosophy in my life, I think, in general, about anything is the people that moan about stuff, but then do the complete opposite to what they're moaning. Like, you know, they'll they'll contribute to what they're moaning about. You think, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. how, how can you sit there and moan about it? You know? Yeah, this is why, like, I, don't, I can't even tell you the last time I paid full price for a game nowadays. Because mm. it's like, I just know it's not like worth it because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. In most cases, you do get the odd one. You do get odd ones that, that 
are actual just AAA releases. Like, I don't know, biggest one recently, probably The Last of Us Part 2 is probably a good example. Mm-hmm. It's a game you know you're actually going to be able to play in three years' time. Yeah. Think, think what you will on it. It's one of the last massive, like, uh, Spider-Man, Mars Morales, I guess. Just, you don't have to connect us again. Well, but, that's, like, that's a lot of for another day. Yeah, but there, there are some. This isn't yeah. like every game ever made isn't games as a service. It's not like it's, but it is something that is becoming a lot more widespread. And I think that's a good way to wrap it up is just saying like, well, and this is, this is exactly how uh, Ross did in his video. Uh, he just said like, everyone needs to stop voting with their wallets. Otherwise, right. nothing's going to change. And if you are willing to do that, because at the end of the day, people are going to do that. People want to do that. That's fine. You know, yeah. Just don't mind about it. I yeah, mean, simple as that. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to do it, don't sit there and whine about it the next, you know, in two years' time when it's close. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good way to wrap up, I think. Yeah, I mean, didn't exactly end on a very positive... No, but it's, it's a powerful message. Yes, yeah, stop being noobs, bro. Yeah. Like, pretty, pretty much, yeah. Just stop it. Please just stop pre-ordering and spending extortionate amounts on games as a service games, please. Go out there and like play on the swings or go tip cows or something. Go play football with the boys in it. Just do something else. Go like I don't know. Yeah, just anything else, please. (laughs) You know. Go cry to your nan that you need 20 quid for some sweets. I don't care. Just stop it. But yeah, yeah, it's a good way to wrap up. I think. Oh, that was uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. So unless you have anything more, I'll, I'll read off the shtick. I still haven't learned the um the platform names. <laughs> well, we're on all these platforms. Don't know any of them. Go yeah. watch them. There you go. See you later. Bye. It That's is. pretty right. much it. Yeah, Beautiful. you know, go listen to this abomination of a podcast if you can really be bothered you know because <laughs> yeah that's 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 like you know proper pushing out the boat in it like, come on right yeah. anyway boys and girls thank you very much for watching or listening i guess um whatever platform you happen to be on remember we're on youtube we're on spotify we're on apple we're on google and actually we are on overcast castro and pocket casts there you go i learned i'm smart um i'm so proud of you (laughs) so make sure that you go to our website which for it's got all our links on there make sure it's on youtube it's got our youtube google spotify everything everything's on there in one place you can look at the clips you can have a jolly good old time there you can leave us a message on there if you really want to um it's got our Twitter feed on it and all sorts. Um, so jump over on there. Make sure that you do subscribe to the YouTube channel as well um, and like the video, that sort of, you know, all that good stuff. Again, we say this every single time. If you do want to get in contact with us, either Twitter or Discord is the best uh, possible. Probably Discord is the quickest. Um or just drop us a Twitter DM, whatever uh, is easiest for you. The episodes go live 6 p.m. GMT on Sundays, and our clips exclusively go live on YouTube at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays and Fridays. And that's every single week so far. We're doing quite well. Um, Yeah, we haven't missed any yet. No, we've done well. Uh, Socials, Twitter, Instagram are the main ones. That's just at hit start to play. But I think that is everything from myself uh, yeah is there anything you wish to chuck into the mix stop supporting games as a service goodbye well there you go make sure that you look after your camels boys and we'll see you next week yeah, see you later take care goodbye bye <laughs>